Who am I? Am I a superhero with some claws? Or just an actor searching for applause? Wolverine has all the fans, but what about me, Hugh Jackman? Who am I? To whatever phantom audience we have, welcome 2017. Uh, we've not done this in a while, so it's a, it's a two-for-one special this, this month. Financial quarter, whatever we're going with now. Fiscal year. Fiscal year. Uh, I'm Richard Drum, joined once again by Mr. Paul Farron and Scott Adair. Hello. Hello. Uh, so, I suppose we'll start off with Lego Batman, since it's old and oh, irrelevant anymore. It's in the past now, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, best Batman film ever. By far. <laughs> best, best rendition of the Joker ever? Hmm. Uh, mm, no. Second Maybe. Best. <laughs> no, I haven't no, thought about say, that. It's, it's in the top three. Yeah, I, I liked Zack's take on the Batman, or sorry, the Joker. Well, even more just than him, the way it was written, and kind of they got that for a kids film, that kind of psychosexual dimension in a bit more than they've done in most live action films. Mm. Which I thought was kind of nice. Like obviously, Churko though. Oh, you hate me? I hate you too. But it was like the subtext was there. So, what was your again? Should we talk about this in comparison with the other Batman films? Really, <sighs> even though it did ask to be compared yes, it and it even <laughs> called itself a sequel. Mm-hmm. It's all the one chronology now, apparently. I don't know how it worked as a sequel. And one don't of the things, question. one of the things that annoyed me, right, was just that, like they had that one reference to yeah. the previous movie, and I'm like, all right, okay, well, we we as we find out in at the end of the Lego movie, is that it's on a, a, a table, like the, the the city's on a table, and all the the other areas are on a table, but like you never saw a Gotham City unless a Gotham City was built, but. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just reading too much into it. Are we talking about the Lego universe now? Or, yeah. Or the yeah. Batman universe? The, the, the Batman Lego universe. But like, I think that, you know, because in the Lego movie, they had the Lego city and then they had the Wild well, They West, mentioned the then... joint, the chasm underneath. Yeah, the, exactly. Yeah, sm- it, yeah. Smell of old clothes. But they, they never did. Uh, they never did. The like a live thing. action bit. Yeah, they never well, did. I'm glad they did. I thought they were going to. I was really happy they didn't. Because we've established now this is all just like a child well, and father having... Yeah, playing, so like, you don't need to do it again. It could be cool that it's just like its own self-contained thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just it's fun that way. There's a second one out this year, I think. The, the Ninjago. There's the Ninjago. Yeah, yeah. they have the that a cinema. Yeah. yeah, it's a it, it's proper production. It was one of my Part of this universe. one of my favorite throwaway jokes was the banner for uh, Ninjago Town. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the reference to Chinatown. <laughs> um, yeah, I was very happy that they didn't put any humans into it. Mm. That would have uh, I don't think you. I knew early on. I said, "No, nah, they're not going to go." Like there. They already spent enough on the animation. They couldn't <laughs> afford any humans. <laughs> and again, there was one of the robot chicken guys that got on board for this. It is it really is a feature length robot chicken episode in some ways. Oh yeah, essentially. Without the kind of more who, who violent, uh, the, the director is one of the robot chicken oh, animators. Cool. And they was doing the Nightwing movie. Is that why Seth Green? Did, no, no, it wasn't Seth. Not Seth. Is it Seth Green? Uh, he's the main one. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't do any voices that I know. Because that's weird. Because like you know, the same guys who voiced the Justice League came back and did it. Like they, they, Jonah Hill was back, and uh, he was Green Lantern. Channing wasn't Tatum, he? Yeah. Channing, Channing Tatum was Superman. Yeah, mm. and who was the Flash? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, that, that annoyed me how little they were in it. I thought from the trailer they'd I be thought like they were going to be one bit when they yeah, all show up, but I now it's like a throwaway guy. Yeah, they'd all kind of show up at the end because they had that running down the hallway scene and stuff. And I was like, oh, they're going to take on the Joker. It's going to be awesome. Because it was bizarre that in the end, like I assumed in the middle when they make that gag about what am I going to do? Like make a team of villains? That's stupid. Ah, good Suicide Squad jive. Like no, that's the plot of this movie. Oh, that's confusing. 
Because yeah, that was a waste, I thought, just to lead. Admittedly, I did love that joke of his doorbell being like the really slow version of the John Williams theme. And there's like this <laughs> sad look on his face that I played the whole way through. Um, I don't remember that. Yeah, I think it's a, the par- uh, palace. Fortress Solitude. And hits the door with a... Oh, bom, that's bom, right. Bom, bom, it's really slow. Oh, so it's Superman's place, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I did like that joke that Batman was the least liked of all the, all the DC superheroes. But that was the genius thing about it. The... the, 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 the Jumping off point for the film is that everyone's sick of Batman, like, including the audience. And that was perfect. <laughs> that was absolutely perfect. But um, he still gets his own movie and oh, he's the star of it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I loved why he uh, got involved with Robin as well, just so he could use him for that little bit of theft. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was like psychopathic. I'm definitely going to adopt this child so he can steal <laughs> stuff from me. What did you think of, uh, uh, um, oh, God, Ralph Fiennes' uh, butler? Pretty, pretty Alfred. Uh, Alfred. <laughs> oh my god! I just I forgot who, who voiced him. I'm usually really good at picking up who voices uh, like animated characters, mm. but I didn't even I didn't. Well, it, a goofy bit of trivia for you: he was in that, and he didn't, didn't even voice Voldemort. Uh, voice Voldemort. Yeah, Eddie, yeah I know, because everyone was like, "Oh, Ralph finds his voice in someone." I was like, and then when Voldemort was in it, I was like, "That wasn't him." And I was like, "Oh, it must have been, must have been a joke." <laughs> there must have been uh, some copyright issues. I thought maybe just well, it, it's, it's, it's Warner Brothers. It's all Warner yeah. stuff. Um, yeah I thought it was fun uh, the joke kind of I was worried the joke wasn't going to stick but I think the opening kind of really set it up nicely mm. and that, all the introduction of, I, I love the, the what was the Googleable uh, condiment man yeah the condiment man yeah, <laughs> yeah. which is a but, real that's a real one by the way no, I know yeah that was uh, something that uh, I, I didn't have any doubt believing though <laughs> I mean man. if you look at the 70s Super villains, they come in all sorts of shapes and sizes. I think he's a 90s one, though, isn't he? Condiment Man? Because didn't he come, or Condiment King? Didn't he come from the animated series? Oh, I can't remember. I think. Um, <laughs> like, I just, like, there's so he's many. He's a piss take in the animated series, it's not really a real villain to start with. Yeah, but you don't think that he was created in the first place, seriously. No, no. But <laughs> It's like saying that Kirby and Lee, when the, all those years ago, when they were creating Nick Fury's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., never sense of humour about it. They were doing all those minion style jokes way before they were made refashionable. But wasn't the point yeah. of Nick Fury that um, Stanley said, "But I can I can pitch a comic called The Helen Commandos and get it commissioned," and then you have to then you have to do it. Well, not the joke because it wasn't actually meant to be a real comic. Yeah, so they were like, with, "We want this." Yeah, I'm going to the stupidest I, name possible and I'll pick it up. Well, there was the Helen Commandos, and then there was Nick Fury, Agent of Shield. Don't forget. Okay, well, the Nick Furies and the Helen Commandos. Their book had the two names in it. Was, well, yeah, that well, was the guy. Well, it's, it's a bit more complicated than that now because right, Kirby on, was on. deep in the in, in, in the battle in World War Two, and Nick Fury is little lower. Is probably a very heavily disguised version of. Mm. Uh, Jack Kirby in the first place but we won't start talking about that now yeah let's, let's, stick, to, let's stick to Batman we'll get the Marvel so movie. anyway we, 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 we all like Batman we all thought that was yeah, quite a decent movie it hung around just long enough and it was quite silly uh, the, the redemptive thing was almost a wonderful parody in itself mm. I think there were so many elements to it like it was cutesy and it was funny but it was like for everyone it was it was they had, they had something for everyone it was for adults it was for kids there was you know like little sneaky adult jokes in there but then there was like you know the little sing song and I think who who voiced uh, Dick Grayson again? It was Michael Sarah. Sarah. Mike, Michael Sarah, yeah. I think he did really well. I he was great. Was really good. Yeah. Uh, it was right like because his voice, uh, like, his a, voice is never going <laughs> to drop. No, never. It's never like but it, it was so cutesy. He's you know, it, now. it really worked with the like uh, with Dick Grayson. I thought it was great and I I thoroughly enjoyed it. But even like the guy of having Michael Sarah and um, Will Arnett on screen together again. Like there's a development, but like there's there's Gob or George Michael. Uh, I and I also loved the fact that Batman saved the day 
after fucking up the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm always very fond of that one where didn't you cause all this trouble in the first place? <laughs> and, and those lovely games, those psycho- psychological jokes they were playing with Batman. What was it that they parked the van? Which uh, oh, some, some yeah, reference to, to uh, what they out. wanted him to do. <laughs> I thought Harley was underused. I thought she, could, she was had great potential. I think everyone bar Batman, Joker, and Robin are underused. Like no one really got much. Like Bane, they made the modern online meme version of Bane, which is kind of funny, I guess. Yeah. But it wasn't. There. They did the, the Bane, They did the, uh, the Tom Hardy voice. The Tom Hardy or the voice. internet's version of Tom Hardy's voice. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was so funny. I was a bit disappointed in the uh, Phantom Zone villains. I know that they were. They, I thought there was other more interesting Lego. They were well. I, I was themselves. glad they did that in the first place. I was really hoping they wouldn't forget that the Lego movie had that kind of openness of licenses. They could use anything, and I'm glad mm. they did that. Like they had just got yeah, attacking like fucking Sauron. So that was ridiculous. But what did we get? We got uh, some. T- we got one that I didn't recognize. Was there was a big Gujira type character? I think it was only just like a non. Was it Godzilla was Kong or, or was it? Was it a big lizard thing? No, it was. Yeah. It, was a, it was not Godzilla, basically. Well, no, but he had like the kind of the sort of the Gremlins Godzilla. joke was great though. Oh, yeah. That they yeah. used Gremlins properly as a la Roald Dahl actually attacking a plane. That was a that was a fun. Oh, I didn't yeah. Thought, actually, yeah. And then what was it? The Sauron. Sauron, yeah. Which he should have obliterated the whole place in one fell swoop, but we won't go into, that, into the reality to that. <laughs> oh, the, the Lego cross universe of Lord of the Rings logic, yeah. Uh, I really like the score actually, though, because it was a nice blend of Elfman and Zimmer, and uh, it worked quite well. I thought uh, I had it on in work for a while. It's a really good score. The, yeah. re- the early tracks are really good. Enough. I will say, I hate the song at the end. The song at the end was shite. I think, uh, and it felt like they just went, well, the Lego movie had that one song that everyone loved. Yeah. So it's it's, it's really crap. catchy. I love it. I, I, love it. I, I love it. Was terrible. Oh, it was really I can't remember. So what was it called again? Something about best friends, was it? Yeah, uh, I can't remember. And then there. <laughs> no, on Singer for Scott, you haven't worked on Singer. No, no, I, no. I just... <laughs> it, it wasn't awesome anyway. Mm-hmm. Decidedly not. But it's just one of those movies where, like, when you go home. Like uh, every time, like I go to the movie and it, it's not too late. Like instead of getting the cab home, like I'll walk home with my girlfriend and we'll just kind of we'll talk about the movie. And then after like I wish movie, I had a girlfriend like that. <laughs> no, like it was after like we did it when we went to see the Lego movie originally. And when Batman was in it, obviously Batman I thought was the best part of the Lego movie. And we'd walk home and we'd be like Batman, and we both do the, the Batman <laughs> voice until we get and see who gets it better. And people are looking at us in the street and they're thinking that we're fucking yeah, weirdos. Yeah, too. And uh, but this time we did it the whole way home and we walked like. From Cineworld to the Grand Canal Dock, and it was just like a bit off the keys the whole time, and then oh, but that Arnold voice is gold. He's I, I think he's probably potentially the best Batman. If only he actually had the look of, mind you, if, if he'd be, had that that head back in 1999, or sorry, 1989, he would have beaten out uh, Michael Keaton for yeah, Batman. I think. In fact, when you think of it, they both look both look quite alike. They're goofy looking. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll earn the big heads up. That voice of his is, is hilarious. Um, and that's his second animated character, isn't it? Isn't Bojack? Uh, oh, Bojack, Bojack Horseman. Horseman. Yeah. Another, another, again, another man with kind of creepy jokes about children. <laughs> I thought that was funny when he meets Barbara Gordon and he goes, he's not my kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually even creepier. <laughs> so uh, Nelson on the... Batman Lego or Lego uh, Batman? After they announced that what's his face was playing Two Face, Billy Williams, I was like, oh great, they're finally giving uh, us that sequel. But he has like one line. Ah, that's, that's yeah. shite. That's <laughs> really disappointing. But they were cramming them in. They were oh, they were in. absolutely. But what they have managed with those films, which can be really bad, is that they've re- they know how to reference and keep the energy going with the story mm. and the humor. 
But it, it's, it doesn't it's a, stop a, for those things. The, the joke writing and, is very fresh. I think it's it's very it's up to date. Is, is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Like they're not like everyone gets the jokes. Like and uh, and the, the for everyone they're not like you know oh that that's too childish. Like I don't know. Don't but they're definitely <laughs> again those films are designed to return to and watch at least two mm. or three times. Yeah. I hope they do like a sequel. I'd love to see them do a Justice League one. I think that would be kind of fun. Well, they only need to yeah. after they do the live action one, and it turns out to be a piece of <laughs> shit. Like, How are we going to make <laughs> our money? It could be okay. Back? It could be okay. We don't know yet. I've got an idea for a crossover movie where all the Lego superheroes, like in, in, in the middle of the, the live action one, the, live the action Lego ones will take over. It's probably a super financial bit. <laughs> what about a Lego Zack Snyder movie? Oh no, he'd ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be creepy. Legos bleed. <laughs> he'd find a way. Because I've been reading Multiversity there recently, the, the last big off. thing from Grant Morrison. Did anyone hear that? I have it. I'm not. I have it at home though. And it goes into the Little Batman and Little Gotham, which kind of comes. Oh, really? Out. Does it? It, oh, comes out, cool. it comes out of the Batmite world. Mm, yeah. And it's it's a bit of a headache to read for the first time again. I because I haven't been keeping up the DC universe in so long. It's like when you read Deadpool and he goes into the multiverse and you're just like, there's so many different versions of Deadpool and there's like Panda Pool, like Raccoon Pool, Duck Pool, like just just <laughs> T Rex Pool and all that. All that. It's all kind of robbed from uh, the Alan Moore stuff with Tom Strong, this, uh, the, the, the multiverse comic world. But again, it does go back to the golden age mm. of uh, the Flash, and we won't keep going on. <clears throat> we'll move on to until the Flash movie comes out. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, are we finished now with Lego Batman? Uh, yeah, I think any, so. Uh, what's exciting to say about it? Uh, it was. It was good. It was very good. It was very good indeed. <clears throat> I suppose before we do Logan, we can do the, the Deadpool teaser that played before. Although it didn't play before no, it here. No, it didn't play in any Irish or UK though. cinemas. You had to see it on YouTube before you... And I was but like... the YouTube version was a longer version. So yeah, no, like the first... For I, which... So for Deadpool 2, there was like a brief little yeah. short... Have you seen it? No. Thing. No. All right. It's okay. pretty funny, actually. I'd Tell me it. more. What, what happens, it starts off with a guy walking down the street, but it's clearly like, you know, it's one of those like typical movie sets mm. you can tell it, it's filmed at a movie set it's not an actual street like like the buildings look all fake and i don't know what, what i think that's maybe what they're going yeah, for definitely. and like there's there's like newspapers blowing on the street and there's just a guy and he's, he's got his hood up and it's it's wade wilson like he takes his hood off and it's, he's all scarred and stuff and he's listening to music in his headphones and he, he can hear someone getting mugged or you can actually see someone getting mugged isn't it mm. and he's just like not today motherfucker and he just he runs off Instead of going to save the guy, he runs off to a phone booth and starts getting changed. You know, like Superman, and there's, well, there's with the actual theme, the, the actual, actual John Williams theme playing yeah. over it. So I had the other right for that one, but yeah. <laughs> so the theme's playing, but instead of him getting changed in a flash, like he takes a full like, like, minute and a half. He's struggling to get his his costume on. He's struggling to get his clothes off, and you can see his ass against the window and of the the phone booth. And uh, in the background, you can just hear this guy getting mugged. He's like, "Please help me! Who's gonna help me?" And That's not like, a new joke. No, it's not. But it, it's <laughs> but it works so works. well. I would have laughed my ass off if I seen this yeah. in cinema. But like, just as he's about to get changed, he's checking his pockets and everything. He hears a gunshot. And he's like, he's like slowly looking around, and um, he checks his pockets. He's more frantic, and he just jumps out of the phone box. But it's it's the proper Superman, like slow motion, running off, and then he sees the guy's dead. And he's like, "Oh Jesus!" And he's like, "Ah." Uh, He's like, I shouldn't have got changed in the phone. <laughs> He's like, I, quit, I should have called nine one one. He's like, on oh, my cell, and the guy's dead. So we just talking to him. Then what's the um, the the sec the next thing to come on was it American Beauty? Oh, maybe I can't And he just lies down on the guy, and he's chatting away to him. And, and like the guy who's been mugged, his like groceries are all on the ground. And he finds Ben and Jerry's, and he's like, oh, Jerry Garcia. And he's, he's like, are you gonna eat that? And he's like, I oh, don't answer that. 
And he just eats it, and he's like, um, what else? There's a brief Stan Lee cameo, but yeah, oh yeah, mentioned. at the start, <laughs> Stan Lee, and he, he's like, what does he say? It's not- my suit. Oh, he's like, nice. He's like, not today, Stanley. I can't remember what he said. Yeah. I forgot about Stanley because I was. So they roll Stanley in. Mm-hmm. In, a, in, a, in a teaser for a movie. Like, how crazy Which is that? Which they cut out the cinema version. The Stanley that was cut out the cinema yeah. version, bizarrely. And it's also really funny because. So that's online, but you said it was on before or after. In America, Logan. they got it before Logan. Like, right before it started Logan. They got that. Okay. Because F- funnily enough, like Stanley makes a cameo in, in the Deadpool teaser, but he but doesn't make he doesn't make a cameo in Logan. Well, he couldn't have that. I would take away from the you know the somber and serious tone of the piece. Unless he's like a hobo or something, you know, he's dead somewhere. Some dead Stanley <laughs> hobo. Do you know, I only missed that now. You guys mentioned it. There was no. <laughs> does he, he doesn't do it in any of the Wolverine films? Uh, does, he, does, he does he do it in Origins? I don't think oh, he does it. No. He did do it in Origins. Origins. I can't remember if he's in the world. If anybody out there knows in in the Phantom verse of this podcast, please tell us. I'm going to Google it. Um, If I turn on my... Yeah, (laughs) once you don't have your phone on. It's on, but... While he checks that out, we'll continue talking about Mm -hmm. Logan. Mm -hmm. Okay, Logan, they stole the title from Garth Ennis, wasn't it? Who did the the first Logan comic set in in the Wild West of a a United States divided into into villainies as opposed to states. Oh, you know about Logan? Old Man Logan, yeah. That was Mark Millar. Was it, oh, sorry, sorry, Mark Sorry, Millar. Mark. <laughs> it is, it's Mark Millar. Because it's, it's Frank it's, Miller it's and Mark, Mark Millar. No, it's Mark Miller. No, but, he, he's A.O.R. and Miller yeah, but, is A.O.R. So you just say Mark Millar for... I say, if, if you said Mark I say Millar, Millar to him, he'd fucking slap Everyone, you. Like, no, 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 no. Look, it's only when you're saying it by surname. You, go, <laughs> you know where he's... Millar's comic. You, don't, you, you, you know, know where he's from, from just, don't you? Yeah. He's from Scotland. Yeah. So it's Mark Millar. Yeah, that's, oh, that's it. Northern Ireland, isn't it? <laughs> well, it, it's kind of the same. Put in the same. Yeah. Mark, but like, Mark Miller. <laughs> no, I, I used to say Mark, Mark Miller, but just for a minute, it's Mark easy Miller. to say Miller. I can just imagine just... with like a glass of brandy when you're saying that. Mark Miller. Oh, no, it's, it's Mark Miller. Me with him, actually. I didn't say his name out loud. I, I actually, saying. you know, funnily enough, just before we get into, I um, I got Old Man Logan number one signed. Oh, nice. Very good. Miller, yeah. Not by Steve McNevin, unfortunately. I've actually been reading him lately, and he's actually, uh, I've been reading his X Men, and it's good. Because we're going to go into that Miller's, now. Yeah. Miller's uh, Ultimate X Men. It's fun. It's it's nine eleven crazy. I've heard yeah, the Ultimates are a bit hit miss, or they kind of start off fine and they get very downhill. Well, very fast. I've been reading Grant Morrison's new X Men and I've been comparing the two, and I prefer the Miller stuff. It's Andy hmm. Kubert's artwork, but uh, yeah, it's interesting that uh, Mark Miller. He's, um, <laughs> I'm going to call him Millar. Uh, I, I would rather have seen an adaptation of his comic book with dinosaurs and... Yeah, but they couldn't shit. do the, I know the they right. couldn't, but I still wanted to see it instead of James Mangold's semi-western. Semi-western? Well... <laughs> it's a western. I, I want to... Sorry. It's, it, no, it's it, seen it, well, with the yeah, machine, perhaps. Stanley <laughs> is not in The Wolverine. Is he not? <laughs> yes. There you go. I just wanted to, I wanted to interject. I knew it. And he wasn't in this either. Yeah, so, Kay Logan... Uh, Plot basically set in twenty twenty nine twenty twenty nine which is God, it's only a few years away really lads. Uh, we got robot trucks and we got a lack of mutants yeah. and it was, didn't really say too much more about how terrible the world mm. is. Well, the world well, wasn't terrible. It was I think so, it's not. It's not a post like right. So. Old it man, wasn't interested in that. Let's face no, it. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone said before the movie, that Old Man Logan was based, or Logan was based off the Old Man Logan comic written by Which Mark Miller. Couldn't and be. No, no, like they borrow the fact that it's a road trip movie. True. With with um, a debilitated former hero. Yeah, yeah. That's like that's pretty much you're delivering thing. goods. That is that is literally the that's, only part of that that was done. Yeah, Mangold got credit for original idea. Yeah, like he, he as if 
he took the, Mark the, Miller. He took the hadn't spine. Done anything at all? Yeah. He well, he took the kind of like that's why Mark Miller doesn't talk about Logan actually. Well, you see, with the, the thing is with DC, I don't know if we had this chat before about rights. The rights are much more nicely compacted with DC Warner than they are with Marvel. Because well, they're, they're only with Warner. Because they don't it. have to suffer 20... Oh, no, sorry, that's 20th Century Fox, of course. But because they're so that's scattered only. in that, even... Uh, I just came across some information that, like, Fox owns so much stuff that they're not even using and mm. no one can go near it. Yeah, I think it was uh, what's the guy did Guardians of the Galaxy? James Gunn. Yeah, the swap. Uh, yeah, something yeah, for just, planet. Yeah. yeah. So and and the same with the, with 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 this, I think, uh, causes complications for that's, other that's, people. But that's the thing. Like Marvel had to sell off a lot of their licenses and their their characters mm. to movie companies when they almost went bankrupt in the nineties. Like that's why that happened, and they, that's why you see these funny covers in that now and again. And yeah, but now when you see where Marvel are, and they like, mm-hmm. get, like getting Spider Man was was the big step, and Wolverine actually, or not Wolverine, Hugh Jackman. And see, that's one of the same. One of the same. Yeah, Wolverjack. He says Wolverjack. he would have returned as Wolverine if he was part of an Avengers movie. Really? Mm. Yeah. Uh, he said that would be the only case of him coming back, but it would be a new continuity. It would be a new character, essentially. Well, they're still crying up a cameo in a Deadpool movie, though. Yeah, nah, it's not gonna happen. He said it's not gonna happen. Like he says, uh, I could get, I can, I got a fright when I was reading there. Seventeen years and nine, nine appearances. Wolverine went fucking hell. Yeah, what have I done with my life? (laughs) Yeah, well, like, I, 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 Days of Future Past was brilliant. X Men One was brilliant. Um, I like two. I'm a fan of two. First class, my favorite. I think. Yeah, like. I like to. Yeah, Apocalypse is my favorite because the dumbest one, but it's not a good film. Worst Wolverine cameo. Yes. <laughs> Makes no sense. But uh, that's so. the thing as well. I felt the continuity in this wasn't really addressing the other films. I don't think Fox give a shit about continuity. No, they don't. But I think that was more James Mangold kind of going, look, if I get bogged down trying to give this a timeline, they don't make sense anyway. There's like three yeah, different all over the split place. universes at this point. There's is there three? Yeah. Something like, like oh, that. Because there's the crazy. previous timeline. It's a timeline from Days of Future okay. Past. There's the other one from Days of Future Past. There's... Uh, Okay, yeah, well, that's fine. See, but... and it, it, they, like, obviously, they didn't even go into which timeline this was in because it could have been post Days of Future Past for all we yeah. know. But I think it's meant to be loosely that one. Uh, or a new it, one. Because then the, 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 the new timeline. Well, is no, it can't be because what happens at, in Days of Future Past when Wolverine comes back? Everyone's fine. He's got his bone claws, he doesn't have any adamantium in him. No, in he future. Did, he no, did. he has them back in the future. They didn't explain how he got them back. He got them back. He got like. Oh, the, sorry. So, I, I, I wasn't paying they attention. They don't care. No, they have like they, they X Men Apocalypse. That's that's the same timeline. They're just no. That's a different one. Uh, no, see, no, this, no, this is, is, what, it's the this is what James Mack had to deal with. Yeah, no, exactly. Because what happened? Uh, the Days of Future Past one that was set. I don't know what year that was set in, mm. but it was obviously the, the distant future. I'm gonna go home and check these bones thing right. out now. Okay, no, we need to figure the timeline before we can go any. No, further, we do okay? not. So. <laughs> Right at the very uh, in, at the start of days of future past. Calm right? down, Richard. Let the man there's, talk. There's the there's the post-apocalypse future, right, where the mutants have oh, yeah, all been that timeline is dead, right? though. So that's, that's, that's gone. That's gone. When the Sentinels are running, yeah. Anymore. yeah. So the, yeah. Sen- the Sentinel timeline is gone, and then the days the events of days of future past happen in that '80s continuity, mm-hmm. right? Okay, uh, that all changed. And then there was the, the, the new future. I yeah. Think. But no, what like happened... There's, there's the McAvoy-verse and then there's the Patrick Stewart-verse. They're two separate ones pen now. and paper. But because of what happened there, um, all the all the other young heroes, like, you know, um, Scott Summers and all, mm-hmm. hadn't been introduced at this point. So yeah. that it's the same, like, the, the, the... If you know what I mean, like, you know, the Washington, D.C. incident in Days of Future Past, that's the same, that's the same universe that all of this is set in. Yeah. 
like that's but it. not as Logan. I don't think. I think it is. No, I think Logan goes by the original three movies, whereas the one with the younger cast that, well, yeah, that's well, the split timeline now. Because the, the Wolverine one. had the he had flashbacks of stabbing Gene, so possibly yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that would make sense. Like I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad. I'm they, glad they didn't do it either. Because look at this fucking shit show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't know where you are. You don't know what you're doing. It still doesn't explain Storm. <laughs> Shall I have like a Resident Evil style opening monologue that's explaining what's going on? I'm not sure what you do with this. Okay, so. anyway, we got Logan and Xavier in the, in the future. Uh, 12, 12 <clears throat> years ahead, is it? Something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, 12 years ahead. And we Caliban. know that all the X-Men have been decimated. They have to have been decimated. Mm-hmm. None of them grow, grow Well, it, it's not it's not the X-Men. It, it's mutant kind in general. But there's two different things that happen to yeah. cause this. Well, we, well, Caliban is one of the sources for... He helped hunt down a ton of well, mutants. What, what for some was, reason, yeah. he's now one of the throng. The The reason why the mutants all died out is because um, they genetically engineered um, soft drinks. Richard E. Grant, and, yeah, and yeah, corn yeah. liquid and killed them all. So pretty much that's Aren't what... they did that to kill all the Americans? Oh. <laughs> it was very subtle social commentary, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but... And then obviously the mutants had died because of another reason. Okay, and so I think we're going we, full spoilers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Patrick Stewart well, killed them. The movie's all. already out. Like, <laughs> yeah, so Patrick Stewart, like, obviously, so we have just warning everybody. Uh, there will be spoilers in this. Uh, post it up on the title, like uh, when Logan. it goes online. Um, so the mutants are like obviously in the trailers are like mutants. They're gone now. But I didn't realize. I thought like Patrick Stewart had somehow used his degenerative brain disorder mm-hmm. in Cerebro to kill them all. Yeah, that would have made sense. Yeah. It would have made sense, but like instead yeah, but they were. They were genetically. They were These are all vague discussions, and there's no solid information. That's in that backstory. It, it, it leaves it, it open. Please me. It leaves it open to discussion. Okay, you, you, I prefer that too. They didn't explain it because it would have bogged it down more. I think and, the story needed to be in in, yeah. in the moment and not go back and have these flashbacks, which I, I think it was very smart story storytelling. They don't do it in old westerns either. Mm. They don't have flashbacks, so I think like if they're going to follow the. No, theme I'm always asking the, for flashbacks. I just uh, understand more, a bit more but, about what the backstory meant see, to the present story. If you if you sat and you listened to every single thing that was said, even on like the radio or the TV in the background, you all these little things are picked up. So oh no, I got that. And and then then your man, you, like Richard E. Grant, actually explained what happened to all, most of mutants <laughs> before he was very suddenly before shot. Before he head. was shot in the head. Uh, uh, yeah, so like so that was, that was a nice joke. <laughs> I, I am going to give you some exposition. Yeah. Here's the villain monologue. Blah blah blah. blah bang. <laughs> Fuck this. But I, we were saying earlier, we were waiting for you, Scott. We're saying poor Richard E. Grant looked like he. What what film am I making? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know what he was doing. I like this coat. Oh, I'm not blaming him now, but he really was like <laughs> so. X what? <laughs> the, the Wolverine. Um, Performance wise, Stuart stole the show. Ah, oh, they were every, think, everyone. The, like the girl, like she was played Laura Kenny. Jesus Christ! But even does Hugh Jackman have to do all that grunting? And I have said Jackman was the weakest for me. <laughs> and oh, I don't God. mean as an actor. I mean as a, there was something in the characterization that didn't feel right for Wolverine. He was a moany bitch. Because he, uh, he has to deal with so much shit. Like, yeah, but he's been at it for like oh how many two hundred years, years old. Exactly. Imagine, imagine you being, think he would have got over by now or putting that adamantium bullet in his head. Imagine being two hundred years old and having to deal with all that shit every day. Like you'd be the most and you'd have be- a better network for going to get drugs for Xavier as well. But that's the thing because everyone wants to hunt him down. Like he's he's a wanted man. Like. I thought for someone who they want to hunt down, they were very lazy about it, weren't they? <laughs> They really only came after when X twenty three was yeah. uh, an issue, uh, the the little one. Well, maybe because they were and, like they were training them 
to send out after the rest of the mutants. I don't know, something like that. The, the, well, the plan already had a him as well. It's so another sentinel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Their, their, their genetic modification kind of uh, clinic was pretty badly organized, wasn't it? Uh, I mean, the, the, the little bits that you saw on the phone in that kind of wonderfully edited. That was so funny. The wonderfully edited together piece by that lady. She was very good at editing. Like, I'm not, yeah, that, I'm not that good. Like, she, yeah, it was like, not even ending, just like <laughs> happening to kind of film the escape and film these very vital details, but just not, Chil- not quite enough to give it all away, yeah. but enough to tease you with it. Children like, jumping off buildings. <laughs> you know, yeah, that the, was where'd dark. she get all that footage from? Like, birthday cakes going sideways. Where, where'd yeah, she that get kid's all that? going to commit suicide. Hang on, I filmed this. No, I won't save him or help him. <laughs> No, it can't be her filming it. It must have been like because the, the yeah. Reavers had the, the cameras on. She must have got the footage. Oh, that's somewhere. a fair point, actually. Yeah. Well, no, we didn't think it was a phone filming the footage. We just did the footage. But it was really shaky though. I thought it could have been all phones. So. But like she she was filming certain things on her phone. But then there was other footage like like the running up the stairs and the kid jumping off the building. Like that was filmed on the Reavers body cam. Like mm, yeah, in the hotel scene. Yeah, he, he notices so. You know, the plot hole that annoys me there is that when she was like, they're building something else that's going to like beat. Why didn't this. she just say? She's, she's yeah, look- she would have seen it. It had skin. It would have looked like Hugh Jackman. She's There's looking, a second Hugh Jackman. She's looking for, through. she's look, run, driving around their little fiesta looking for the fucking Wolverine. Yeah. And she's like, oh yeah, by the way, they're building another one and he's going to be coming after yeah. you at some point. So why? Oh, come on now. Like- and he's a brain of a Frankenstein monster from 1933. He couldn't speak. He was just like, Arr! do anything. I mean, it, it wasn't Richard E. Grant like his handler. Yeah. yeah. He was the only one who could talk to him. And then when he saw it, it's just, yeah. So, so what's this creature called? <laughs> You're fine. It's all, all going to be good. <laughs> all well and good. Two crumpets. Mini Wolverine. <laughs> I feel like he was, in fairness, Wolverine. he was badass. Like the... I, I, I love that the only bit of uh, futuristic stuff was the robot trucks. And the hands. I just expect them in, so in, in X-Men movies anyway. It's funny because like in, like in the comics, like the Reavers are like, Almost like thinking back. The guy has tanks for legs. Yeah, this guy has like little we- like little tank wheels tank for legs, and he oh, so funny. But that was the only kind of reaver technology that kind of stood out in the film. Well, they're they're genetic. They're, they're not genetic. They're cybernetically. When did yeah, reavers come into the X Men universe? Uh, is it a back well, to the Claremont days or is it later? Possibly. I don't. I'm not sure on that timeline either. But I know that your man Donald Pierce, uh, the, the main reaver, like he is the guy who created. Uh, the cybernetic Wolverine clone in the comics. I think that's the kind of they were borrowing mm. that. Okay. Instead of having a genetically created um, clone of Wolverine, like yeah. they were, they, they created the female clone. They may as well just make a bigger version of him. Um, but in the comics, like uh, Donald Pierce creates the cyborg Wolverine, and I, I I'm struggling to find out what he was called. Uh, Big Frank or something like that. I don't know. But oh, he, he's got like Billy or something, isn't he? It's uh, something really bland. Don't. It's not important. It's fine. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna Google it anyway. I'm, it's like uh, Frederick or something. But yeah. X twenty three is a grown up kind of heroine in the X Men well, comics as well. She, she? she is the only Wolverine in the comics now. She's. Uh, oh, is he dead? Called. Is he finally gone? Well, he was killed. Well, old man Logan is back, isn't he? From a different dimension or something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've, the, I've read the, some of that. The current continuity Wolverine was killed off in a story called The Death of Wolverine in 2014, huh. and then. Uh, no Marvel, told you, Richard. A big Marvel event called Secret Wars. I'll get some yeah. Twinkies. Took all the um, characters from the Marvel Universe, put them on a planet created by Doctor Doom called Battle World, and all these different characters like Old Man Logan, like were were suddenly just brought back mm. to life. They were part of another universe, and they were all brought in. So he was the only Wolverine. Um, there, there were actually was other Wolverines in Battle World. Like there was um, to, to upset the timeline chat we had. Uh, the Caliban in this universe is from Yorkshire. 
with the Caliban in Apocalypse now as it's from Berlin more it could have been a fake accident <laughs> Apocalypse you don't know yeah he could have been like undercover or something I think it's weird he just didn't do the third person thing like I wouldn't actually mind the accent shift because that's Caliban's whole thing is third person referring to himself but it was it was a Stephen Merchant it was a Stephen Merchant he was really good like yeah. it was a good Stephen Merchant performance oh uh, sorry I could always expect Richie Ger- Ricky Gervais to turn up he was called uh, the Wolverine robot clone was called Albert Albert <laughs> Frank Albert <laughs> I, know, I was close like um so we, again, the Western uh, sensibilities that we talked about that everyone, reviewers, have been banging on about, uh, did that work for you guys? It, to me, it's a road movie. Oh, I got I was, with, I was and hard it was, the whole time. I saw you at the screen, actually. Yeah, the, the, I, I, the, I, had a, I had a little boner <laughs> the whole time. I couldn't get up. Yeah, could, yeah, your, your popcorn was higher than everybody else's. Uh, yeah, no, like, I, like I, I, did, I was so, like... I, you know, we just ran from work to go to the screening and... Popped his corn. We were all over Indeed. the place. Quite. Everyone was like really excited. So we are like well, most of our, our group all sat together from work, and a few friends of mine came as well. I got tickets for. Uh, like I just, I, I pretty much my mouth was open the whole time, and I'm just like my my friend, my my coworker to my to left of me was actually on a date with a girl, and uh, my girl my girlfriend couldn't come, so I'm like I had no one else to talk to. So, so you so grabbed I'm, his girlfriend? I'm, no, I'm grabbing him, and I'm like, <laughs> look at this! Oh, like, can you see this? Are you seeing what I'm seeing? And he's like, yes, I am. I'm watching the same thing as you are. But I'm like, you don't understand. I'm shaking his hand every time something happens. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's Caliban. Oh, I didn't realize he was friends of Wolverine. I didn't think. I, 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 I never anyone like that with my son, and he, he hates if you say anything to him during the movie. So I couldn't. Oh even no, I, I'm saying I'm just be quiet, sit down. I'm just, just kind of like, you know, I'm I'm jumping. I'm doing this internally. I'm I'm jumping. I'm swearing. I'm looking around. I'm looking. For people behind me to see if they're feeling the same emotions as I am, like except for the part. Of well, the it end. was a pretty wound up pre- preview. I mean, when oh. Xavier said the f word, they all got terribly excited. Yeah, everyone's like, "Oh my god!" They're like, "He's saying bad words." Holy shit! Yeah, it was a bit sad. Eh. I, <laughs> I I loved Stuart and I thought his performance was great, and I I wasn't happy the way they got rid of him in the movie. I did, thought he deserved a better death scene than that. Well, no, to the be last killed by Wolverine, ex- I think exploded. Was, oh yeah, I got the irony on right, but. It was. I, I, but it like, I like that it was a quiet death though, because he, again he exploded the last time. Yeah, so exactly. This but was but better. I think. Think, think about the whole Which scene in X Men Three. He explodes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then he comes back in the after. I know. The I know. That's what I mean. There's no weight that he's dead. He comes it's back in the Wolverine, doesn't he? He doesn't come back in the after credits for. Oh, he does. Oh, he? yeah. Remember, like a post credit. He ends up in, in someone else's like, body and. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Like, um, I conveniently. Another paralyzed person, apparently. But think about <laughs> robbing bodies left, right, yeah. and centre. Think about his son Proteus can do that as well. You see, you mean Legion? But um, yeah, he's also not Proteus. Think- Everyone should watch Legion. It's really good. Yeah, it's better than this movie was. Um, so you, oh. you weren't too happy with the the uh, over emphasized scene where they're watching Shane on the television? No, because anyhow, film does that kind of thing where they. Let's so explain who extended- Shane, Shane okay, is yeah, to the ones that it. don't know. It's a very fa- iconic Western. Not, not my favourite Western by any stretch, but it's the, the big Western of the the good guy meets the bad guy. It's the gunfighter who doesn't want to put on his guns anymore and he has to go and save the day and then he has to go off into the lonely mountains because he can't stay with normal type people. Do you see the comparisons here with Logan? But the point they show is the big ending monologue of an old man telling a small child, look, I've done too much killing, you go off and be the new generation. And immediately your brain goes, well, there's the last scene from this film, because heavy foreshadowing. Have you seen Shane, Scott? No. But what annoyed me just was that, it just... If that was there, you know, foreshadowing, fine, it was a bit on the nose. But the fact that she gives that speech word for word... 
it's just so arbitrary. Like, if she'd watched any other film, what would that have... That was, like, that was the only film she'd seen in her life, so that was the speech she gave. What if she'd seen, like, Big Mama's House 2 or something that day? Yeah, but like, or, or Lego Batman. Or Lego the, Batman. It's the, whole, it's the whole scene in general. It's, it resonated with her, and she saw the emotion on the child's face. But that's the thing. Like, did it? or did it, like, She can't be sure. Well, it's the first time she's speech. ever watched something. Like, that's what he means. Exactly. Have to, it it, it could have been any film, though. It's her first... Mean. Yeah, well, it could have been, but, like... That's, it was super convenient that it was... It's a dramatic movie, so they're... It's a dramatic movie, so it's going to be... It's not going to be fucking Big Mama's House. Like, <laughs> but, I, like... Because I, you were talking about the scene where Patrick Stewart died, and then we, we kind of went yeah, off like I, like I had a sorry I wanted to make a point oh go for it but you were saying that it, it was like a bad death like but I think I think the death was fine I just had an impact on me it, 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 had a, it had a like because it impacted me a lot because I feel the, you know Logan had been pumping him full of drugs to help him forget and stop having seizures and to and the reason blow he, the world yeah, yeah exactly part of America so when he finally wakes up and he, he when he wakes up and he remembers and he's having the conversation he's like you know I don't I've had such a wonderful time I don't deserve it. I remember what I've done. That was a good one. And I feel like that was all really building. And then I like I I thought it was Hugh Jackman just back in the house, and I was like, oh shit! And as soon as I saw, it, I was like, that okay? It's Hugh Jackman, but it's not Hugh Jackman. I did I did not see the robot. I did not see the clone coming at all. And just for him to just kind of guess it again, you know, just from the footage of the kind of their building another weapon, and I was like, why aren't they showing it? No, it's Hugh Jackman. Yeah, <laughs> but I thought they were going to show it at the very end. I didn't uh, okay. think they were going to show it that early. Um, yeah, you, you need to have like a, like a, you know, a bridge to the end. But I, I suppose what got me better was it also quite depressing. It was just the old age, and that's it for all your that's why feats. I loved it. That's why it's, I it's a tired, it's a tired, dusty old kind of. It's got that Western feel. Where he's like, oh, I've been doing this for too long. I'm, I'm too old for this shit. Like, I know, but as soon as he says that line, he gets killed, and the entire family is wiped out. Yeah, that annoyed me gone. so much. Oh, like, my oh look at this wholesome, like you know, perfectly nice black family. I hope they don't die horribly. <laughs> like, oh, they have because even the fake out when you see the trucks coming, you're like, oh, of course they're going. But then it's just like local rednecks, and they that's fine. Yeah, but that's because they, 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 they run into the local rednecks just so kind of plot conveniently. To have yeah, a, but it's it's a fake out. Kind of go. You thought we kill them all? No, we won't. Yes, we, we will. Yes, we with will. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> what the kind of argument was that even if they hadn't killed them, the Rednecks would have killed them eventually anyway. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Any other highlights in the film for you? Uh, now I know we were saying beforehand, Paul. You were saying the violence didn't do it for you. It, in a kick-assy kind of way, it did for me. Just seeing a small eight-year-old girl get harpooned to the chest oh, the first half of her, I was like, wow, this is. They're not even holding back in this one. And then the big final fight at the end of her just stabbing a giant Hugh Jackman and him just kicking her around. Like, that was surprisingly full on, I thought, for that, six scenes. That, that, that whole scene in, in the, Me- the Mexico, you know, uh, ugh, what am I saying? Where the, the train Wait, yard. When they get, when train, they get to yeah. Eden. No, no, no. At, at the start, in the first okay, half an hour, when, when she first like shows who she is and uh, she decapitates that guy and comes out with a oh, head and throws it in the ground I'm like oh, shit's about to get real because uh, the trailers had kind of given away that there was going to be some something going down there and I just didn't expect her to be so yeah like I thought they'd do it like once and then not do it again I, I, I you know everyone said for years they were like oh you know Wolverine's supposed to be like you know he's using claws he's stabbing people there's no blood and I'm like alright yeah that's uh it's, it's the X-Men you know Wolverine they, they showed a bit more blood in the Wolverine mm. um, and Apocalypse yeah, and I feel like this is it. Like you know, he 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 does. Remember the, the very start as well with the, the cholos, like when they're mm. taking the tires off, and he just there's this part where he's he's just jabbing the guy like like five or six times, and it's like 
I don't know. I think Hugh Jackman's acting in that there was just perfect because it was so raw. Like I felt like he wasn't acting. He he's just he has he is that role. Like he is the Wolverine, and the way he was doing it and his facial expressions. I was just, I was watching everything every single bit. Like you could tell he was just so locked in that role, and he's just that's who he is. And for him to just to fight those guys and he can, he's playing like he's tired. He actually wore a rock in his shoe. You know, like that old kind of trick for people with limps and they put like a rock in his shoe. He did that as well. So he's fighting with like a little pebble in his shoe to make him limp while he's like doing the Because he couldn't remember to limp as an actor. But I think <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis, you, you know, get you get a more authentic limp. Yeah, with the rock. But like, I think, yeah, like for, there's so many bits. Like I remember it was just like, first five minutes and he's cutting guys arms off he's stabbing them up the mouth and that, that whole stabbing through the the chin up yeah, through the head good. like that bit oh, unbelievable like i've never obviously seen anything like that in, it's in the trailer but yeah, yeah <laughs> like in the r-rated trailer but to see it with another character yeah. in the, at the start like all that stuff blew me away see, like i the, think that scene isolation i would have enjoyed the fact that it was the opening and it was just them going you know right look at her swearing and there's blood i was like oh come on but there, there's it some, was so like adolescent as, yeah. a, as a mature rating of there's there's something different about like actually ethnic minorities. Yeah. Oh yes, you know that's the American way. There, there's something different about um, ultra violence in, in you know movies like oh, what, what kind of movie where it's different when it's a superhero movie. Mm, I think. No, I agree. Like if I was gonna watch uh, a movie, you know, like Green Room, and it's a bit uncomfortable when someone's getting like you know murdered. No, that's some ultra violence. Yeah, Jesus, but like I'm for some reason, I, and, and, and there was definitely which, which murder is that? Green room, remember when I, he puts like, hand at the door and they just hack it off and like he's yeah. like hanging off. And that's okay, horrible. But, but for some reason, because it's a superhero funny. movie, I feel a bit more. I, even though it, it's ultra violent, because it's a superhero movie and because it's it's Wolverine and he's got claws coming out of his hand, I feel like I'm. I've got a filter over me that doesn't make me uncomfortable. Like the likes of green room wood yeah that's been said by a few people is that it's still as realistic as the violence in say a captain america film mm, you know, yeah but there's just blood it just happens to be blood like, in yeah, there as well my dad said it because is. he's at such a level of fantasy yeah. within the storytelling it it, it exactly. is that filter that you need that you, you're not going to get upset by it my, my dad said he he felt like there was a lot of violence and he was like well i did I, he, was Logan. Like, he, he said the same thing to me i just said he said he bless you because it's um it's a superhero movie he didn't feel as uncomfortable yeah he uh, understood it was a fantasy yeah and I, you know like say you know if star wars went r-rated right and you're you're lightsabering someone we call it alien, alien. <laughs> yeah like you know it, because of alien like i never like i was never freaked out that much by all the gore and aliens it doesn't have the same effect and the same as with deadpool yeah exactly you know, like, there might be a gross out in there but it's, it's still like the same gross that you get in a good old 80s horror movie he's gotten people like you know uh, and it's just not the same effect, and I don't know if people feel the same way. Like uh, my my well, dad. Well, Deadpool's was never serious for a second. Mm. No matter how much tragedy and death was going on, you you take it with that kind of comic sensibility. If, whereas, whereas Logan, you're supposed to take it a little bit more seriously. Though yeah. you're allowed to laugh at it as well. Yeah, but if, I, I think you should be encouraged. It is a movie. If you're a fan, like, I think you'll realize that it is the same universe essentially. Probably not the same timeline. No one, <laughs> it's no unclear, one, yes. no one Fox like they can fucking fix their timelines to save their life but um they don't care yeah they're just like oh we're just making no when james mangold handed that script in they didn't know x-23 was a character they owned apparently that's the, the rumor going around they didn't know they owned that character they went, that's a good character you for, owned that one for which one x-23 the oh, fox really? didn't know they owned that character it's mad because so james mangold like, you know, i'd say they've gone back to the list pretty damn quick now because don't forget i mean we're talking about like mutant uh what was the, the tv series they tried to get oh, going next yeah 
And wasn't that, didn't that feature New Mutant characters? Know, probably. And uh, wasn't that Fox was. behind that as well? They must have been, yeah. I think they were, yeah. But I think, like, what, what are you going to do with these characters? Like, they int- they obviously introduced all these young characters, and they're the New Mutants. Like, not those char- not no. those actors but we'll see those characters again Richter is one of the, the he's, main, main one, yeah. he's the main member of the X-Force no but I think all the, the new movies are going to be set in that weird like nebulous 80s 90s era God, with I the don't know what yeah like ugh, it's just so are they talking that up yeah they're doing Phoenix uh, Dark Phoenix movie next that's happening yeah. oh for God's sake they, 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 tell me this they already, don't, like, don't Fox have to use their don't they have to do another Fantastic yep. Four movie soon or they lose the rights and they're going to <laughs> They really shouldn't. Like they cut. Like, at, at the end, of the, cut your I losses. Just love like, it, I love it. They, they can't give it back to Marvel because as soon as they get back to Marvel, Marvel is something good with it and then make no, a billion no, dollars. Yeah, off. exactly. Yeah, that's just it. And I, if you're I the guy that gave it back to Marvel, you get fired. So it's like a gigantic, very Wait, expensive Spider-Man game. Out, like, Monopoly. It's really funny. It's great. I can't wait to see what they how they fuck it up next time. And, and have you have fun. you guys seen the other shelved? Fantastic Four movies. Oh, on one. Yeah, yeah. I've seen bits of it. Not all of Some of it's better than some of the stuff. Oh yeah, the Doom stuff is just spot on. It's hilarious. Um, and I have to say, I, the, the three Fantastic Four movies aren't great, but they were passable. And like Jessica Alba is the greatest actress in the world. <laughs> I'm sensing some sarcasm here. I think. No, she's, <laughs> oh, she's great. She's gorgeous. Come on, that's the best. That, she's a great actress. She could be. She should be in all the Fantastic Four movies. Just, just all always of them. playing Sue Storm across. Yeah, but yeah, so did, there's got to be Fantastic Four again. Yeah, there is there actually going to be another one? Because they, well, they, if they don't no, make one, they lose the rights. They have to make one. It might but be a sequel. It might be a reboot. No, no. But is yet. it? Is it? They have to make a movie every ten years in order to Something obtain like that, the rights. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't see them. It is amazing though how much control they have on what seemed to be a small pocket of the Marvel Universe, but it has such a knock-on effect. Yeah, because they own a lot on, of space stuff. Like the Cosmos okay, you own there. the Watcher. <clears throat> they own... Uh, I think they own the Kree. What are the, the aliens No, called? the Kree. Oh. They have Marvel of the Kree, but I think they have the... I forgot the... the what's Scott Summers' dad? Oh, yes. Uh, Mr. Corsair, is it? Yeah, the weird space He's a Corsair. He, he is something Corsair. He's, a part, he's, he's basically... Shira, the Shira. Johnny yeah. Depp in space. Yeah, but the Shira yeah. aliens, the Shira. They're, they're owned by... No, they're the box of them. Is around. it the Shira or Shira? Yeah, Shira. That's right. Shira, I think. Shira is the it's... ones from Planet Hulk. Like, they're, they're the ones... Yeah, the box yeah. of them. And they're that's pretty... So, that's so shit. Like, they're uh, pretty kind of uh, influential in the in the X-Men universe. Yeah. But if, if they get their hands on Fantastic Four, if, if they went, If they got their hands back on Fantastic Four, that the Fantastic Four would show up at the end of the second... Avengers, Avengers movie. movie yeah okay. and they would because they'd obviously went, like, there could have been a story where they, they went out into space and then they got lost in space cloud but time obviously slowed down mm. around them and they what felt like an hour for them they'd been lost for like 30-40 years Think yeah but don't that. forget there's also I mean even though Sony have allowed uh, Spider-Man into these films right and there's a set so he's going to be in what the Avengers mm-hmm. ones, something yeah, else. he's, he's already filming that already and that they got Iron Man for Spider Man, but this whole other complaint. So, so it's a Marvel. Have any other Marvel movie. characters? Isn't it? That's only only Marvel characters that world they have is but the no, Spider Man. This is it. Like this, this. But they Spider- don't own stuff like Kingpin and that. No, no. Sony, Sony's never going to make a standalone Spider Man movie again. It's always it's going to be in conjunction with Marvel, yeah, with Marvel so. Studios, in order to but share the rights. Would it not make sense then for 20th Century Fox to loan out Fantastic Four for some kind of rights? Well, they just up. hate you so much they can't at this point. Like all Do the, they really the, hate yeah, each there's other a lot much? of rumors about the producers yeah. just hating each other because it wasn't Kevin Feige was involved with 
Okay, that's Fox right. Yeah. Abby Arad, well, see, and they're bridging that gap now because Marvel Studios are heavily involved with Legion. Well, they have to be. They couldn't. Yeah. They, oh, they own the rights to X Men TV, so they have mm-hmm. to get Marvel's go ahead to make that. Have yeah. you guys seen that yet? It's really good. Oh, I, I, I watched so the. Good. I'm up to the. Uh, but uh, is it falling into that kind of um? That it's another separate fight, universe. Fo- yeah, but, yeah, but <laughs> is, is it, it's got a kind of Fight Club mentality going on with it. Yeah, there's a bit of unreliable um, narration. It's more like Mr. Robot. What's that TV series? Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. It's more yeah, like Mr. Yeah. Robot's Fight Club. No, it is. They play yeah. the same song as Fight Club. They, they know what they're doing. Um, so, and is it... Uh, it's is more it, fun than Mr. Robot, though. It's very... So, is it another universe altogether? It's not acknowledging any of the... It was uh, supposed to be part of the current of X-Men Xavier. timeline. No, they don't even mention him. Which is weird, because Xavier is supposed to be his dad. Yeah, but, but his dad... Clearly, the yellow one's meant to be like, she's Xavier. Yeah, but also, I mean, depending on... If you go back to the comics, there's different parentage for that character as well. In Millar, Millar, uh, in his world, Mark it's Mar- Moira McTaggart is the, is the mommy, mm-hmm. and in uh, other worlds, I, I can't remember who it is. It's but it, there's a few different. I don't think he's Xavier's even the dad in all the versions of okay. that character. What is the now? Anyone out there know different there's places? There's there's where he was like sent to live in Israel, I think, as well. Oh, I don't even. I don't know. The, 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 the Ultimate uh, does some great stuff with that character. Because he's like a nine-year-old or ten-year-old. He's got the mentality of a ten-year-old, but he's about 18. Mm. It's like, yeah, kill a few people and go and get some burgers. <laughs> Why is he Scottish? <laughs> oh, he's Scottish, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Big time. Yeah. Big Mark, time. Mark Miller was and, uh, and they bring uh, But they bring <laughs> Brian Braddock's sister into it and all that, you know, Captain Britain's mm. sis, who's a... Uh, Who's got telekinesis of the ESP and all that as well? One of the things I said that I was going to do this year was just I was going to I was going to read most of the the Ultimate Universe stuff. Like now that it do, it doesn't exist anymore, like there's you can go back and there is that catalog where you can eventually I, catch up now. There's a hundred Ultimate X Men's. Uh, I think that lasted longer than any of the other Ultimate yeah. comics. Well, there was the uh, Grant Morrison was, and Frank Wiley run, that, but that, the, the new X Men. Oh, okay. I don't think Grant got involved in the Ultimate stuff. No, he just did the... Uh, the and the, the, the Mark Miller stuff is the longest. That lasted up around 50 issues. Mm. The only reason I actually ended up getting getting a seven collections, so it was about, about 30 issues. Mm. And they're a great fun. But is it kind of... Cre- it's kind of um, creepy looking back and seeing what the influence was. It's like September 11th. It's mm. raped yeah. over those. And it's weird looking at it as a slightly a bit of a history. Well, it's a it's a darker it's a darker universe, it's like a lot more gritty oh, yeah. and, and you know, a, a lot more death and a lot more violence. But and don't forget, it makes them teenagers again, which mm. hasn't happened in in the later ones. Well, see, like the best I, thing that Grant Morrison did was he brought Emma Fr- Frost into the into the family. Mm, yeah, she's my other favorite. I wonder why. She's like scantily clad women. No, they're scantily all scantily clad. clad. Yeah, She's especially scantily clad, though. She's got attitude. No, I like Frank Quitely's artwork. I think it's gorgeous. But uh, I've discovered a few other good artists through that. Grant Morrison. But I don't know if I could read it all. I think Grant's getting too psychedelic. See, like, can I get my, my <laughs> Well, sorry. Continuing. Yeah. My favorite artist is still Steve McNiven, just because he did Civil War and he did Old Man Logan. Like there too. He's done the new X Men as well. Which one is? Um, which he, he, he did. Oh, he was doing the Inhumans. Okay, I, I haven't. And read he's doing much he's since. doing Monsters Unleashed. He has back problems, I think, from what I know anyway, and he doesn't churn out a lot of books. But he's on, he's on one ongoing now, which is Monsters Unleashed, and he did a couple of issues for Uncanny Inhumans, which now the Inhumans are, are at war with the X Men in the comics, 
because the so the, that Marvel can kill them all off and Mar- they don't have yeah. anymore. <laughs> They're like, "Fuck, we're not getting any of this money." We'll, we will just get back onto movie track. Yes, please. always happens. I'm happy with these segues. So well, I'm, I'm, I learn stayed, things. Stayed roughly on track. Like I come here to learn. At least we're not talking about DC anymore. Oh, so yeah, it's, uh, Zack Snyder. Yeah. Well, yeah. we did the start. We talked about Batman. <laughs> well, actually, to bring it back to Logan and reference DC, I did feel a, a vague similarity on the rating to Batman <coughs> Superman's rated cut, and that like the violence, it didn't need to be rated. It didn't add anything. Oh, was that an rated cut? I didn't realize. No, they released an rated cut of BVS, which where, adds where a woman exactly gets pushed in front of a train. Like that's it. That's it. She well, the pushed. bit when like Batman fucks a box at a guy, there'll be like bloody smear on the wall afterwards. And yeah. that got an R. Yeah. Oh, he throws a guy at a wall, and there's a yeah, bloody smear on the wall as well. The R rating and the 16s rating. The 16 rating here is different than because you know, the R rating in America like means that anyone under 17. In order to get an 18, or I think is you need nudity. That's in 17. You're right. I think an or is kind of a 16 for America. No, but they have a restriction thing. But if yeah. you if you're brought in by uh, an adult, you can go see uh, it. I think there was there was no dicks in this one. So like, if there was a dick in it, this is 16s now over yeah. here. Yeah, but then you but see, I I, I do that. think there was something cynical about Fox going for this grittier thing based on the success of Deadpool. They should have done it years ago. And well, they, I think they were going to do it anyway, but Deadpool gave them the kind of okay, this works, oh, it, so it's yeah. sell tickets. And then uh, someone in the marketing department kind of pointed out to them, well you know just because they're under 16 doesn't mean they're not going to go and see it and pay the adult mm, rate but it potentially isolates a lot of young viewers who would go see the X-Men movies with their parents family. are pretty dim and I think kids end up getting this no they get in but I feel like if you're below a certain I'd be bringing age, me and Nightcrawler to see it you know like <laughs> we're going to go and watch it <laughs> well, see, I was actually I was trying because I went to yesterday I was trying to spot any like kids in the crowd just to see where they're there because they'd be horrified like it's there was a few kids at the premiere at the Savoy yeah, oh my it, god it, there was not, a it, is, yeah. it is not a kid's I'm film. like holy shit like there's like, a bike Four, 12 I'd say around like 12, 13 like, well, that's okay fake mustaches it's not one of them with their dad <laughs> three of them moms, like, coat. a lot of the people were with well, their families like, technically shouldn't have been there yeah no, of course not and I'm just kind of like holy shit this is weird <laughs> like because a couple of kids were sitting at the front and the first thing Wolverine does is start stabbing people well no, the first thing he does is fuck really loudly and yeah. they start stabbing people <laughs> I would. I think that could have easily been a fifteen A. Oh, easily at twelve. It just, they didn't need to. Be, like I enjoyed the dismemberment of stabbing, but I didn't. I need do to think. Be there. The, I do think the adult attitude towards violence and what they think kids understand are two totally different things. Yeah, my dad made me watch Alien. I think that's. Really I saw Rob Couple like eight. It's fine. You can yeah. get by. But I mean, I just feel like this one. There was bits near the end where it was. It didn't feel as cartoonish. It like when you have. These giant burly men just like punching children in the face. Like, this is a bit much. Yeah. Come on, it works in Step Brothers. Well, yeah. <laughs> there Which was, was 16. Remember the, the, the little, the little fat kid running? And yeah, what, what was his superpower again? <laughs> that kid he, could he can move. Channel, he could run, like, he can channel yeah. electricity through metal, I think. Oh, was that it? He fried a guy at the car. <clears throat> oh, did he? And, and what, what were the other ones? There was, there was an ice there. was kid an ice there. chick. There was a woman that controlled grass or something. No, oh. she, she could control oh. trees. Like, I think it's... it's, it's that was itself, a pretty like, cool super. That was pretty graphic. She too, blew the was... guy up. Like, I was like, holy yeah. shit. I thought no, but when they capture Pierce and they're kind of like, they're freezing him and strangling him with grass and like, it was all these... That was pretty graphic and weird. Well, we saw a lot of that stuff on the phone earlier. And when, ah, but that was badly framed, not well shot. <laughs> this was like full on. What was this? There was Richter, who is probably the strongest one out of the group. He was a straight telekinesis, wasn't he? Yeah, oh, yeah, he he can like move. Like, well, how many might make it into the new mutants? None of them, because I thought the universe no. is dead now. <laughs> no, I, I'd like to think that they would have done something. I, I I was expecting them to, because the only place they were going to, they were going to Canada, right? That, that's another plot point. Okay, right. Canada. Where or who who was going to get them? Well, no, more than that. Has anyone seen the recent Resident Evil movie? 
There's a really stupid ticking clock no, in it. No, they haven't, Richard. Okay, I have. <laughs> no. I have. There's a really stupid ticking clock in it whereby they're like, look, if you don't release the cure by oh, this exact Canada. second. No, every remaining human will just die. It's never explained how they'll die or why they'll die, but they will. This had a similar problem of, if they get to the border, they're gone. Why? You had an illegal testing ring in Mexico. Why can't you go to Canada, Richard E. Grant? What about the border? Are the Mounties that formidable that you can't go near Canada? Like, what? I didn't understand the stakes in that last They were being picked up by a government agency. That's why. It's a wonderful old-fashioned cliche that goes into the mindset of Americans who ran off to Canada during the Vietnam War. (laughs) And they just went, yeah, it's it's a border. But the reason... You 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 have helicopters. No, no, no. The the reason for this is like... And this all comes to like that scene at the little... The the, the The outpost is... There was a a drone Mm. monitoring what they were doing. They were aware that they were going to be picked up by someone at the border. And... Like it's not a it's not a post apocalypse at, at all. So there there's governments in place. There's there's laws. But I mean, but he was clearly going above and beyond like legal country boundaries. I don't see why he couldn't just go in Canada and grab yeah. them. Well, it was illegal in the U.S., but they're chasing them into Canada. But no one in the U.S. government knew what was going on. I think that's why. I they just were love that Canada's mutant friendly. Yeah, well, yeah. not as well because um, you ever heard of Alpha Flight? Yeah, they're like the Canadian uh, Avengers. Actually, isn't that where Wolverine's real origin starting. So, uh, yeah. Wolverine was originally Canadian. Canadian, Canadian program. Yeah. Yeah. The, the references <laughs> to the comics uh, didn't sit with me. I, I thought oh, it, it was it okay once. Universe thing? Yeah, I, I it kind of bugged me when Wolverine gives out about comics. But see, that's, that's actually <laughs> the first time uh, comics have been referenced. In... I, I, is it? Are yeah, sure. Well, in, in the Avengers, like they have all the merchandise. Yeah, but like this is the first time that I've seen an actual comic book. Like there's people wearing T-shirts, there's and a they museum. were classic uh, Chris Claremont. No, yeah. they weren't. They, they were based no. off it. No, because the they rights were, they were so actually comic books are so that Marvel, so they couldn't yeah. use any real comics. They were all like they um, used a logo. They were they were made. They logo, yeah, but they were freshly like they were entirely newly written, newly they were drawn, newly coloured, newly Okay, was any of the artists? Yeah, yeah, I can't actual Marvel it, it was the proper good famous X-Men artists. Yeah, but there was a bit heavy-handed with that, and there was that little business of uh, Eden being was it a real place, and they got it the yeah, other comics, and, stupid. <laughs> and that kind of went nowhere. As a one we're trying to understand, she's deluded. Well, I guess it makes sense in that if you're going to try and in and then that, and the, a secret no, way, no, that's what you I, do. This is, and the fat kid with the Wolverine doll at the end. I have my th- poignancy. I have my I have my theory on how they knew where Eden was, and because she shared the comics with the kids. They use those coordinates as a meetup point. No, that's what it was. That's what it was. Well, yeah. that was a great get out. I yeah, mean, like he wakes up and he's Logan in Eden. Know, he didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like he didn't realize that this was a plan. Like I, I don't know what he was needed for. To be quite honest, she could have got there in her own quite easily. She could have ran there. Like, yeah, she could drive apparently. Yeah, her but legs was extended. One presumes. Like, she she, she, she knew who he was. She knew he was her. No, I know. Genetic I know. Father, like I think, like because it's her first time in the real world. She'd been born. She'd been in a lab. So does that for make second Hugh Jackman her uncle? Or she should have called him. She's like, oh Jesus! Instead uh, of Albert, daddy, he like? was Denadi. Denadi. Sorry, a bad joke. Yeah, it's a good place to end it. It was yeah. My my son was with me, and I said, "Oh look, see that cross there, Rain." I said, "It's going to become an X in the next two minutes." He says, "What?" You know, and, and then he looked yeah. at me like I had superpowers. He went, "How did you know that?" Because <laughs> I yeah, watched films. So. James, James Mangold actually got that from a, the cover of a comic, an X Men comic. I think it was like X Men One Thirty Two or something like that. I'm probably wrong, but there's a where Wolverine is actually crucified on a cross. Oh, but it's an X. They like, just turn him sideways. Good. 
but it's like he's he's on the X. Like so, they, I was like, that's where he got that from. Like, yeah, if you go back and look at your X Men comics again, the, the chances to turn things into X's they go oh, fucking yeah, I crazy. I, I saw it in uh, the branding. I, I saw it in New X Men. The, the, the apparently the uh, the Westchester School for uh, X Men is actually an X, and you look at it from an aerial point of view. <laughs> You know, if that, you're at an angle, that was a bit cheesy. I thought it was turned the second to an X. So like, oh, I it, it no, they had to do it at that it. stage. Like, it was the obvious last shot to do. But like, ugh. so um, Mr. Mr. Merchant is Caliban, <laughs> and anything to say on that? It was a bit of a. I thought it was really Caliban, but it was a good performance. Like, it was he was fun. Yeah. I just think they, they shit the bed with the the Caliban in. Um, well, he was a good like comic booky Caliban, but, but it I wasn't just, a yeah. good this universe. Referring to yourself in the third person, I just don't think like see X Men universe just was. It was all over the place in terms of how it wanted to be. Yeah. It was like, oh, I want to be a superhero movie. I want to be really gritty, but I want to be really camp and uh, superhero-y yeah. again. So he's like, Caliban knows everything. Caliban knows where the mutant is. Like, I like, love that kind of That's why I want like, a proper Doctor Doom that's like, screaming about himself in the third person. That's all I yeah, want. But, to tell me more about Caliban. I'm not as aware of him except for the movies. Not much he too, can just, sense mutants. Yeah. He can but smell he's not, is he good guy, bad guy, bad anti-hero? Guy. He was, he's a bit of both. A bit of back and forth, yeah. yeah. He, like, he contract mutants so he was tempted pretty much it was a money thing like they were like oh you know we'll leave you alone if you help us track down these guys uh yeah so obviously at some point when he realized all the mutants were dead he well actually his backstory isn't that he had helped hunt down half of the mutants still yeah. alive and now he so was obviously the mutants here are like you know gluten free aren't you know <laughs> drinking soft drinks and stuff they're like oh how are we gonna kill these guys it was a weird plot point yeah um, too bad they didn't have cerebro it would have sorted everyone out or nuked the planet yeah um I like I saw when I saw it I was initially quite positive that was good not amazing but good and the more I think about it, the more I'm kind of staring on it I just I don't know I think it's weird that it was trying so hard to be a western not a superhero movie because westerns are now in a weird twist of fate seeing kind of high art or quite esteemed well don't get Mangold loves the western no no but like back in the day the westerns were the superhero movie of their day they were the most oversaturated pop culture like popcorn-y movies that's right and, and now it's it come around again well, it's what I wanted from this one is I wanted dialogue I wanted to to you know when you read a comic you're, you're reading it for, you've got the dialogue and you want to find out what's happened you know the backstory mm. like I, I wanted all that context I didn't want him just slashing his way through you yeah, know, no. two hours of film, which you it know, was he, fucking he, long as well. He, he did, he did, he slashed his way through it. But there was that, you know, those lulls where he, they did talk and the characters oh, yeah, like the were best developed. Scene, there was him and Professor X was hanging out. And yeah, like, exactly. That they're very realistic too. Like, just, yeah. Patrick Stewart plays a good dying old man. Oh Jesus Christ! Like, that was quite Super sad. So. He's like so little sad <laughs> old it, man it, hands yeah. and all. Like, if he's not up for an Oscar next stuff. year, I'll be well, very disappointed. Well, that'd be a bit much. Well, no, I think that Fox should push it. Oh, people are saying this, this could be the first movie Best Picture nomination, Best Superior movie. First, I, it, it doesn't deserve it. Like, oh no, I, I, I genuinely think it, it'll, it'll win something because uh, no. See what happens is it the way it works is if a film wants to get on the Oscar bandwagon, it has to come out near the event so people will remember Suicide the guy and win something like at the Oscars. Jeez. Well, what did it win? Best, best. makeup. Well, which is funny because Make, Star Trek for what? For uh, just. Right, no, like. no, they wrote all over Jared's face. Yeah, they wrote damage. They wrote damage, showed that he was damaged. Yeah. And oh, they, 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 best boy It's kind of like whoever whoever was in the academy there like forgot that Star Trek had come out that year. Like, 
Well, they got nominated. Yeah, but it should have won. We, we know it's a kind of farcical event. Yeah, anyway, as they proved this Well, year. the right film won Best Picture, but that's about it. Else is While we're on Suicide Squad, uh, any oh, more? No, any see, more? We did it. I don't we did it. We did it. <laughs> Go on, see you later. <laughs> we did it. No, one final uh, Suicide Squad yeah. question. Is Mel Gibson going ahead with Suicide Squad 2? Yes. I kind of hope he does, because I watched Hacksaw Ridge, and the first half is, <laughs> the first half is shy, but the second big battle scene is really well done. No, but, I know, but the thing is, I heard that there was a lot of phone-ins on that battle scene, and he might have planned it, but he wasn't there in the day for a lot of I stuff. I don't care if he wasn't there. Like, But also, good. I mean, if you think Logan was violent, again. if you think, oh, Jesus, can you imagine Gibson galore. on Suicide Squad? But there won't be a finger amazing. left in anyone. <laughs> Everyone keeps saying, you know, Jeff Johns is going to be more involved in the, the DC yeah, universe now, but like, he has to run the comics as well. They were saying, oh, you know, he was, he was, you know, involved in, in the reshoots and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, well, if he was involved in the reshoots, then he's clearly fucking incompetent when it comes <laughs> to doing the movies because. That well, was, like, the reshoots were the only good part. We just don't know which is which. No, but there's only so much you can salvage in that. But the, the people, the, it was the re, it was the cut of the movie that was so bad. Like when I, I only find this out, it was the company that cut the trailer. Sure. Well, there were several the, different cuts. Yeah, at one point, and they were like, "Oh, you know, that's why." Like the first twenty minutes is all like you know neon yeah. lights and everything, and I'm like, "All right, okay," because that when we when we talked about Suicide Squad, I talked about the pacing and I talked about the fact that it trailed off after mm. a really good opening and it just got shit really like all of a sudden. So uh, I don't know. If I had been recutting that, I would have started in the middle. I would have fucking flashback to fuck it. <laughs> I think that was the original idea. What? I think that was the original idea. Was something like that. I think like a Deadpool. Why are we here? You know, yeah, no. I, I imagine Suicide Squad opened with the very end, and they're kind of all sitting in the bar, and they're like, "Jesus, that was tough." And then we're like, "You probably want to know how." We, and, and Margot Robbie like addresses like breaks the fourth wall, and she's like, "You're probably wondering how I, we all got here," kind of thing. And she's like, well, let me tell you about it. But she's in, she's being Harley Quinn. And Will Smith wraps the opening to Friends of Bel Air. Uh, <laughs> or, <clears throat> or something like that. Look, I, we I can sit here for five hours using better Suicide Squad movies. Okay. Yeah. Well, we, we, yeah, we should. <laughs> but uh, one quick you can't, you can't discuss how to make Logan better. Fuck that. But at what point were the Batman inserts supposed to be in the movie? <laughs> were they a late movie? Uh, no, I think they were there from early on. Because I remember seeing the onset. The Batman inserts. Were they always intended? I think they were longer, yeah, they were. Maybe, but, yeah. I think they were like, oh, shit. This so uh, okay, well then we might as well have a quick chat about uh, what do we think of the director for the Batman movie? Who is it now? Andrew <laughs> Five of them. Matt, Matt Reeves. Reeves yes. After good uh, choice. Will he won't he like? No, he will now. He, he's definitely he signed on for it. Now. I think the aspect was really funny though. Like you just see it. if you watch like kind of cuts of interviews from the last year and a half, it's getting visibly more and more pissed off being asked about Batman <laughs> to the point that he was allegedly thinking about quitting the like acting gig as well I wouldn't have blamed them that would have been really funny if they were down to Batman the best thing in the Imagine universe so far yeah, but don't forget he's a, had a dud with his live by night movie as well I, I don't thought know. that movie was brilliant I, don't I, know. I didn't like, see it and no. the entire press tour was people going so are you directing the Batman <laughs> talk about the movie I'm in uh, what has Matt Reeves done besides Cloverfield and uh, Roy, like, let, one, let Me In Donald and the eight movies like, I don't know. I think based off that alone, like I think he. I mean, Cloverfield, I like, not so much for. Oh, Tom Hayden was a great though. Um, well, think about what James Gunn really did before Guardians movies. of the Galaxy, though. He didn't do the first one. He did the second one. I didn't. Oh, buy, second one. I didn't buy in the second one. Though, so. There was monkey uh, uh, machine guns. It was great. James, James I'm a purist about uh, let the right one in. I don't think let me in is any good. No, no, it's not anywhere near as good, but it's still a perfect. I think it's much better than it could have been. I was surprised how solid that movie was. Yeah. It's solid. It is solid. Like it's not <laughs> shit. It's not no the carry remake. The I know. Carry remake not is make fucking shit awful. Movie. But think about like someone who gets a proper like if they get creative control over their movie. Like James Gunn did Slither and he uh, yeah Slither and he did Super, right, and he yeah. did Super and then he did Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Or he did. Oh, super. I, I super. Now, there's, a, there's an already movie. Jesus now, Christ, I think yeah. Slither's got some nice stuff in it. it it's a great movie, but. Don't like, forget yeah. who's in that. Who's in that that's in the Guardians of the Galaxy? Rooker. Yeah. He's yeah. never in everything. He's pretty much I, as well. I, Sean Gunn as well. I'm excited about Volume 2. I'm gonna shit myself when it comes out. Like I'm, I'm, I'm I, 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 so excited for it. Like it's, really I, I, all right. Yeah. I, I like the new trailer. Mm. The new trailer. If they keep that kind of level of silliness in the film itself and, and can Star-Lord's, maintain Star-Lord's that, because there's almost a little, there's almost a little kind of a, dare I say it, not Barbarella, but that kind of European sci-fi kind of oh, feel okay, about it. Yeah. It's it's a kind of glossy. It and looks kind of. It's it's not trying trying to be shit. too serious. Mm. If you can maintain that tone, it'd be a really nice well, now, film. Now they have Kurt Russell in it. Like, well, he, yeah, yeah, holy shit! Like, I'm your boss. Well, is he, they're saying that he won't show up in Planet Forum. Which, you know, why bother getting Ego's Living Planet? I, nah, he, I, he, I want to see Kurt Russell's giant face in space. A, lot, a good portion I, of the movie is in. Still learn like, about the Guardians. I don't get who they are. I tried to buy one of the comics and I came, went back and it was gone. I can, I'll get you one, but it goes back to '68. No, I'll get you one of the most. Yeah, recent but the current iteration is fairly recent. So the the, the, the adaptation that you want to get is the Brian Michael Bendis. Is um, that from the nineties or the eighties? No, this is from two, the late two thousands. Like I say, okay. two thousand. And, and this is one that they're riffing off for the yeah, movie. It's pretty much it was what was yeah. going on before the movie came out. So it's like the new yeah. the new version of Star Lord, his, his origin originally in the comics. Um, it's it's um, J- Jason of Spartax, which is okay. His father in in the comics. It's the origin story. It's it's him coming to the Earth. Like his ship's crashed. He's injured. He meets. Star I've read a wife. bit of that. All right, a little bit of that. Um, okay, cool. That'd be great. So yeah, I, um, I, but um, yeah, I, I like the look of it. I think it's it, that's the next one out. What's the next one we're going to be doing for the Guardians? Podcast, isn't it? Uh, well, it's not yeah, Wonder Woman. It's Guardians. No, Alien. it's Guardians. I think. Then I think it's July. If we're going to do movies, Spider Man first. It'll be Guardians, Alien, Spider Man, Wonder Woman. Oh, then hey, just we're going to do Alien and Black Panther's out in July as well. Uh, if we don't do phone for Alien, I don't know what. No, I'm Black doing Panther here, like, is. <laughs> well, we will. I, I'm, I'm happy to. I'm so segue. excited for it. I'm, I'm reading up on all the comics for Alien at the minute, so I'm reading like uh, Prometheus, so, Life and Death. Like all, all I read that. Fire and Stone. Yeah, I'm gonna read Fire and Stone. Um, so, so far, Alien Covenant just looks like a remake to me. Yeah, but every Alien's the same movie. They're all the same film. Did you time. Did you know? Like, I always wanted to know what happened to the Deacon after like the derelict, like the, the, the yeah, the ship left at, at the end of Prometheus. But do you want to know I, what happened? Yeah, is he not it. on this planet? You know that you know the little alien that was left at the end of Prometheus. The, 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 what, the do they, what do they call him? What's the name? Deacon, of him? He was called the Deacon. No, what's the, the name for the architects? Oh, the engineers. The engineers. After, engineers. Yeah, he came out of the dead engineer. Oh yes. Sorry. So I was like, I was super curious to know what happened because I was like, you know, that was never referenced. Is this Fire and Stone or Life and Death? I I can't remember which. The Red Fire and Stone. I don't recall that being addressed. I right, think it on, might no. be Life and Death. Okay. So it was like 122 years later. Um, a ship is is on a routine like salvage um, mission, so there's like the, um, a beacon still going off, but they're only only getting to now because obviously it takes so long to get around everywhere. And uh, what happens? Yeah, the, so it turns out that the salvage is the wreckage of the Prometheus, mm-hmm. but it turns out that you know the, the wreckage is inside a mountain, and they're like, oh well, this mountain wasn't here on the original maps from when they first scanned the planet. And it's this big ass big ass mountain so they're going into the mountain and there's all this like structure in it it's it's obviously going by the gagger kind of structure you know like an alien mm-hmm. aliens where the hallways are all like looks like ribcage but it turns out it's the fucking deacon the deacon is the mountain it got it got to the oh, black I've read this. Yeah, it got yeah, to yeah. the black goo and the black goo was its food source and it caused it to so to mutate living structure yeah mm. it, it like mutated to the point where it it grew and and became this fucking mountain structure thing like 
And I was like, holy shit. I was like, that's crazy. But it's not really canon, though. It's it? not really canon. Well, yeah, it's Dark Horse, really. They own all the rights to the. They do, but that will be addressed in Carbon. They'll go, hey, look at that giant living mountain over there. I hope they. Yeah, yeah. don't forget, we've had. Uh, the Predator World, one world is it still creeping into the early uh, as well. Yeah, not really. Well, they, they've just cast all the. They've cast everyone they from the new Archie Predator versus movie. Aliens. Yeah, like that. There's that Archie was, the Punisher Archie and Archie and the Predator and. Archie with zombies. I just came Judge across. Judge Dredd versus Aliens versus Predator. Yeah, <laughs> everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there's loads. But like that for me, I always wanted to know, and I don't know if they'll reference. They won't, because that Fire and Stone thing, the Predators show up in that, so they can't. Yeah, like Elizabeth Shaw is just dead. Like uh, she died of old age. Which one is that? The Naomi character. Yeah, yeah. she she died. But she's oh, in. Apparently, co- she's got a in this. I don't know what she's going to be. I think because originally gonna... she was going to be, then she wasn't going to be. Then she said, "No, no, I'm in it." So Did she fell on the scene. Like... She's going to be a little yeah, old lady but... on the planet telling them to go. Back. I'd say it'd be like it's a video screen of her showing up for like a minute. I think that's what it's going to be because it's going to be filmed by David. Yeah, and David's all going <laughs> to the head and, in a bag, and they, they haven't even showed him yet because he's all fucking stitched together. Oh, we're talking about like uh, Fastbender one, yeah, yeah Fastbender Fast one. So uh, David's going to be all. He's going to. He, I think he's pretty much. She will spend her time rebuilding him, but I think. She doesn't. I don't think she's going to live to old age. I think part of the reason being is because they've already referenced it in the trailer. The fact that there's no animals. Mm. I don't know unless unless she's the one who planted the wheat and she was able to survive off that and then ended up being killed yeah, by yeah. Xenomorph or something like that. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm just excited. There's I so still, much to. I, yeah, but how's um? We're all we're in prequel world now, yeah. We're not. We're, we're not still going to get into. Yeah. We're not going to get into sequel world with these. Aliens. They're going to jump into. They're really going to jump. Said, yeah, it's what two more movies for Alien. Yeah, and then they're going to jump past. Before them. they're up to date with Alien. Well, yeah. the, the, what was the last Alien film? It was uh, Four Resurrection. The the, oh, the Frenchie one. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> yeah the, the, by uh, Jeunet and yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, and they were heading towards planet Earth. Well, the they pitch. got to Earth. They're not going. They won't sequel that one. They were maybe going to do that uh, Neil Blomkamp. Which would have been a side I told us, So that, that was a nice silly pulp film that was. I was looking I, forward I don't, to the nail If you don't think of it as an alien movie, it's actually good fun. What one? The fourth one. Oh, Joss Whedon wrote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Joss Whedon wrote that. That's right. Firefly. In he, yeah, can, he's even got the feisty little robot lady character, doesn't mm. he? Um, uh, but, but yeah, Final mention maybe <laughs> to Aliens. Bill Paxton. Oh, be, yeah, yeah. Poor bugger. Only a young... 65 year old or less 61 yeah it's such a shame uh, one of the funniest things in uh, Aliens he's it was it uh, everyone was posting it on social media that he was the, the only guy to be killed, killed by, by the alien Terminator <laughs> yeah. and Titanic <laughs> <laughs> hey these so. things are worth remembering yeah. uh, and he only directed one film ever which was a very creepy horror film really yeah kind of uh, it was interesting because it was I can't even remember the name but it it's basically a farmer who may be either gone demented or really seen the devil. Mm. I think he directed it and uh, started it. <clears throat> That's a long time ago, and it went straight to video. Of course, it did. <laughs> Her bill. But, yeah, uh, okay, <laughs> so are, are we wrapping up there, guys? Yeah. Any final words? Um, Go and see Logan for yourselves, everybody. Yeah, like it's worth it's seeing definitely once, worth sitting down to. With comic book movies, I think it's hard for me to have like a, a real structured opinion, just because I, I get <laughs> That's so across. God, I, I, I get I get so excited about everything, like you know. But I, I remember wish I, shared that. I remember going to see Fantastic Four and just wanting to walk out. I was like, "This is fucking dog shit, man!" Mm. And like, I was I was at the premiere, and the people from now Fox which one, Trank or the original? The Trank one. Okay. But I was at the premiere for that one, and the people from Fox were like, "Oh, what'd you think?" And I was like, 
like, <laughs> I don't know. What. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah they were like, oh, what, what's up? Well, you know, they only ask you that question when they know it's shit. They won't ask you that question if the film's good. And, uh, they just they confidently were, walk away. We, we do the promotions in the store for like the movies. We put the stuff in the windows, and I remember just going, I don't even want to promote this movie. <laughs> I was like, this is terrible. Well, I have it. Was there a toilet? I tried to watch it. No. I tried to watch it twice. And just it cracks the head it's just so away from the original mm. even, even the original yeah. 60s stuff, which is great fun yeah. I mean I don't know what the I haven't read the ultimate Fantastic Four it's the only other kind of new new origin I've been reading the, re- the, the most not the most recent the second most recent run is that Remender's run it's, a, it's an iconic comic it, it totally turned things upside down it is the one that marked a whole new attitude mm. towards human beings with powers and gave them you knew these people ate food and went to the toilet now and again, unlike Superman, who just went in and out of phone, their wives, phone boxes. Like your own father did back in the day. <laughs> Only on Sundays, after a few points. <laughs> um, but you're making that phone, the, the, the phone booth joke. Superman the movie has a wonderful phone booth joke. Yeah. That involves Superman not going into the phone box because you can't. Because back in the 70s, there were these little, little the stand ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and that he, joke he, is he, in. But he kind of looks at it and he kind of goes, hmm. They kind of the joke in the Deadpool thing. You're like, why? Why is there a phone booth here? I thought they were gone like twenty years ago. So they, it's, you know, it's very well, self-aware. It's actually a fallacy to say that Superman was always jumping into um, phone booths. I think he went into the closet. <laughs> oh, indeed, yes. <laughs> the Daily Planet, Plan. the Daily Planet closet, more often than he went into any phone booth. I don't forget he had a little micro suit that could be squashed down to about two inches and put into a little flap and it's oh my god I, I love all that early 56 no so what's he doing oh. with a suit every takes <laughs> what if he lost it like what happens if you just drop it on the floor and you're like everyone's like what are you looking for I'll find it and he's like that's my tiny suit you're like oh Jesus and does he have underwear on under his underwear I just think the underwear or his overwear does he have a belt through his little pants? I don't know. Overwear? Well, it doesn't need like an old uh, wrestling thing, isn't it? Like, like, yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's Strongman of the Victorian Service. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And on that note, <laughs> yes. thank you for listening. If you did. Whoever well you are, John. And uh, we'll, Thanks, be, John. we'll be back soon enough, I hope. With something. I take it we're going to be, be back. And please, uh, letter, um, postcards and comments and anything uh, you'd like to hear about. Or if you think we rattle on too much, give us some notes. We we'll gladly take them. I want to know if people want to know. I want to know if people want us to structure it more because I, I think we did well this time to a certain point. Goodbye, guys. <laughs> we'll see you after we've seen Guardian of the Galaxy or whatever's next. Thank Goodnight. you very much, guys. Good night and goodbye. You think you're my greatest enemy? Yes, you're obsessed with me. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Who else drives you to one-up them the way that I do? Bane. No, he doesn't. Superman. Superman's not a bad guy. Then I'd say that I don't currently have a bad guy. I am fighting a few different people. What? I like to fight around.